Hey there, everyone. Matt here, welcoming you into another episode of the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Going to try and be quick this time around. Just wanted to give everyone a quick reminder that our art contest is drawing to a close. You have one week as of the publication of this episode. That means you have until June 18th to get in any artwork that you might have related to the podcast for a chance to win yourself a t-shirt signed by yours truly and the rest of the pod. And the title of King of Art. And on top of that, remember, we have a new AP starting up that is going to be run by myself. And we are having a little, a bit of a smaller contest for that one. But if you can guess what the AP is based on the intro music, you are going to win yourself a dice catapult, courtesy of Elderwood Academy, as well as a set of dice from Kraken Dice that you can use said catapult to fling around and, you know, annoy your DM. Uh, Once again, here is a quick taste of that music for you. Okay, make sure you send in your guesses, pop them in on our Discord, uh, send them in on Facebook, send them into our email, tweet at us, however you want to get in touch with us. Give us your guess and get yourself entered to win that catapult and set of dice. Also, as a reminder, that AP is going to be available only on our Patreon to any patrons of the $5 tier and higher. And to top that off, If you join at the $10 tier, not only do you get early access to the weekly episode, but you're going to get to listen to the recordings of the new AP live when they happen. Uh, One last bit, we are fast approaching the end of book one of Tyrant's Grasp. And on that note, we are going to be doing a recap episode in between books this time around. Something we didn't do back in Skull and Shackles, but we're really excited to start doing for Tyrant's Grasp. So if you have any questions pertaining to us or the campaign or anything like that, you can uh, submit them on Discord. You can uh, you can send them to us as an email to inspiredincompetence at gmail.com. Uh, again, post them on Facebook, tweet at us, however you want to get in touch with us. Ask us the questions because we are going to be taking a quick look back and then a look forward in between these books. So we look forward to hearing from you guys. We look forward to answering your questions. But while we're waiting for that, go ahead and enjoy episode number 22. Everybody's looking for something. Welcome back to the Inspiring Competence Podcast. Your answer to the question... How could it get any worse? How's everybody doing? Pretty good. I like that one. Feeling worse. I, I was doing pretty good until I listened to last week's episode earlier today <laughs> and somehow managed to not realize all week that Uhtred, we left off with Uhtred about to get a, about to be hit. <laughs> so it took, a, it took a little turn once I heard, I, I listened to it. It's like the very end of the episode. I was like, whoa, wait, what? Well, if it's any consolation, Uhtred's not about to be hit. He got hit, and we're about to find out what happens when he gets hit. Even worse. (laughs) So, yeah, let's answer that question, shall we? All right, so this was just a a mundane-ass-looking scroll laying on the the table in the sitting room. Uhtred went over, and Uhtred sees a scroll, and he's like, oh, I'm a scroll boy. And he goes to pick it up, and uh, 
the scroll kind of like fluttered up in the air like it was like a I don't know like it was like a water snake like it, with its movements and uh, with its razor sharp paper edges it lashed out at Uhtred so let's see what happens so Uhtred takes four points of damage and uh, you're gonna take some bleed on your turn and paper cut <laughs> pretty much and does a uh, 21 beat your CMD yep Okay, so you guys remember the scene from uh, Doctor Strange where he's fighting the bad guys for the first time, and the MVP of that fight is the Cloak of Levitation, and it just kind of like wraps itself around the one guy's head, and it just kind of like like rams his head against like the floor and the walls and just slowly suffocates him. You guys remember that? Because I haven't seen it yet. So here's a preview for you, Nick. Uh, Uhtred takes another seven points of damage from this uh, scroll's constrict, and uh, you are unable to breathe or speak or see, as this thing is just like, it, it is just has your head uh, completely encased in itself. All right, you, you proved your point. It's worse, it's way worse, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody roll initiative. Vipera. A four. Ooh, Rogyar. A 14. Uhtred. 11. Antholias. Four. Okay, Vipera's got a higher initiative modifier than Thalias, I'm thinking. Yep. Okay, so anybody who wants to can give me a knowledge arcana check. Yes, Uhtred, tell us exactly what is suffocating you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Uhtred, you you are... uh, Dying. A slow, <laughs> slow, horrific death. You yeah, are I'm here for it. I know what's you going are, on. You are intimate you are intimately aware that the thing uh constricting you right now is called a guardian scroll. They are deceptive constructs created from an enchanted paper or papyrus designed to protect the lairs, libraries, and sacred texts of magical practitioners. You can ask me three questions about a guardian scroll. Uh, first question: How do I get this thing off my head? Well, I mean, uh, I, I'll I'll tell you about I mean, its it, smothering wrap ability uh, based on that question. Yeah, so, yeah. when uh, a guardian scroll grapples a creature, it entirely covers its opponent's head with an airtight grip. A creature grappled by the scroll cannot see, speak, or cast spells with verbal components, and it must hold its breath or start suffocating. Creatures that don't speak or breathe through their heads aren't affected in this manner, nor are those blinded who can see through other means. Any attacks targeting a guardian scroll while it's grappling deal half damage to the scroll and the other half to the grappled creature. You know that the best way to get out of this is with, a, you know, making either an escape artist check or a CMB of your own to reverse the grapple. Okay, second question. What's its CMD? No. No. Oh, we're not we're not doing that. <laughs> Fuck, my escape artist check is terrible. Well, I'll tell you I know everything, that doesn't mean I can do everything. You know that tiny creatures tend to have worse CMDs than larger creatures. Okay. Uh we'll do the HP game. Okay. Fifteen. Higher. Any DR. They have DR five that is bypassed by magic. Okay. So combat begins and up first is Rogyar who unfortunately is not aware that this thing anything this thing is grappling 
takes half damage. I wave my hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still aware that the thing is wrapped around Uhtred's face, and I'm not confident enough in my aim to shoot at Uhtred's face, thinking that I can only hit the scroll and not him. So Rogar is going to ready an air blast and tell Thalias, like, Thalias, get that thing off of him. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. This is the scroll's turn, and it's going to maintain its grapple, and that is a 23 versus Uhtred CMD. You take another seven points of damage as this thing constricts itself farther around your head, and maybe even, like, just through, like, the, the, the yanking, jerking motion of it struggling with you, struggling with it, like, you just, like, bang your head against the wall or something. Can't take many more of those. It is now Uhtred's turn, and you take one point of bleed. Now, is if I do an escape artist check or a CMB, they both go against this thing, CMD? Correct. Okay, so it makes sense to take the higher one. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll my own CMB. If, if I grapple it, does that remove it from me dying, like being suffocated? So if you roll CMB and you succeed, uh, what that does is you are both still grappled, but you are the controlling person of the grapple. And as a free action, you could then just drop it if you wanted to. Okay, so, but doing a CMB will eventually lead to it not suffocating me. Correct. Okay, I'm going to use a hero point to add a plus eight to this. Nice. Uh, It's a 23. With a 23, Uhtred manages to escape the grapple. Thank God. I have nine hit points right now. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) That was a little life or death right there. And I think that triggers Rogiar's held action. Yeah, as long as it's not wrapped around his face anymore, I'll take the shot. It is not. So Uhtred, you succeed on the grapple. Do you keep this thing grappled on you, or do you just let it go? No, I would let go of it, and potentially I would throw it away. I don't think I would want to just drop it at my feet, but I don't know if mechanically right. that works in the game. No. So you're, uh, it's so this thing is tiny sized. So when you let it go, it is now like not in your square anymore. So if it wanted to start doing that again, it'd have to enter your square, provoke an attack opportunity, all that jazz. Also means you could just move away from it now without provoking because that's true. You're oh, not in that's a right, square. Don't I still have a move action? You do. Yes, but but my uh, my held action is going kind of in the middle here. So that's a sixteen to hit. Sixteen will hit. All right, and that is fifteen damage. Like a flag flapping in the wind, this thing is just like, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at the end of it all, it doesn't really seem like Rogar's air blast bothered it at all what what yeah uh Uhtred you can complete your turn now I will go here behind the two frontliners <laughs> kind of like shimmy my way in between Thelias and uh Vipira just like sucking wind hard like <gasps> <sighs> okay uh up next is Vipira Vipira's gonna go after Thelias in hopes of a flanking opportunity. Okay, so you're you're delaying your turn uh, until after Thelias goes. Yes. Okay, it's Thelias' turn. 
All right. Wow. I see my friend Uhtred uh, limping away and think, I should heal him. But then I remember the wise words of, of attacking that book. So uh, I'm going to do that. Okay. Five foot stepper <laughs> Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah I'll, t- I'll take another five <laughs> foot step for you. <laughs> You're not provoking yeah. from it, so do whatever you got to do. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> and what I got to do is smash this thing with a shovel. Okay. 22. 22 hits. 11 damage, baby. Let's go. Okay, you swing your shovel mightily, and you make contact with it and just... And uh, like Rogyar's air blast, your shovel doesn't really seem to have done much to it. But my shovel always works. What is this sorcery? I don't know. Maybe bludgeoning damage uh, doesn't do much or something. It's almost like beating up a sheet of paper doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's it's like it's like <laughs> it's like beating your bed with a shovel. Like, why won't this sheet take any damage? Okay, uh, so with all that behind us, it is now Vipira's turn. Vipira is going to take a five foot step, and she is going to attack, attack with her claws. She feels good about this. She knows paper is weak to her claws. <laughs> Let's go, Paper Shredder. <laughs> All right. Does a 20 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, nine damage. Doesn't seem to do much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to be like, yo, this, <laughs> this is way too much. Uh, and then a 23, I assume, also hits. Yes, 23 hits. And that is going to be an extra 14 damage. Oh, wow. Okay, you did feel uh, a bit of damage from each of your claws get absorbed by its damage reduction. And uh, I would also I would assume that as soon as uh, Uhtred catches his breath, he kind of fills everybody else in on everything he learned about Guardian Scrolls. Okay, uh, up next is Rogyar. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, you don't do anything but magical bludgeoning damage. <laughs> I know, like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, oh, I know? believe that you have that knife still. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Rogar is going to uh, kind of step up next to uh, Uhtred and pull out the dagger and ready an attack if this thing comes after Uhtred again. Okay, sounds good. It is the scroll's turn, and uh, it's going to... Uh, whip around at Vipira, the only one to uh, really bother it at all. And it's going to move five feet into Vipira's space, and that's going to provoke from Vipira and Thalias. Hell yeah, brother. 24 to hit. 24 hits. And 18 damage. Oh, okay. Shred that paper. And uh, Thalias? Yeah, that's a 22 to hit. Yeah. For 11 damage? And tell okay. me this piece of paper has not survived all of this. Are yeah, you doing kind, piercing? What kind of damage? Yeah, what kind of damage are you doing there, Joe? Oh, obviously piercing. I thought that was implied, but you're right. I shouldn't have implied that. <laughs> After we just <laughs> established that the rule was you had to yeah. explicitly yeah, say yeah, yeah. it. He'll burn me. Yeah, no. I know. I say it. Okay. Piercing. Uh, so this thing, like, it's like reaching out at Viper and like it's like coming it's like obscuring her field of vision and at the last second Thalias just comes like straight down with the edge of the shovel and just cuts it in half uh, when it makes contact with the floor and the guardian scroll is destroyed Whew. okay alright <laughs> Rogar puts away the knife and turns to Uhtred and like are you okay lad oh that was so scary I, c- I couldn't breathe in there 
I know. Uh, Uchir, I take two, U- Uchir, take two more points of bleed. Uh, wait, hold on. If I'm taking bleed damage, shouldn't I at least... I guess it's my turn in initiative, huh? Yep. Yeah, so you can do a heal check. And then we can get the last over here when, when he comes up. Is Uchir oh, the boy. only one who took damage? Yeah, yeah, he took a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, that's a six on my heal check. All right. You uh, fail to staunch the bleeding. Yep, that sounds about right. So at this point, uh, if he so desires, the lies can come over and stop the bleeding with a, a heal. Oh, yes. I will stop the bleeding and I'll do one better. I'll take out the bead of heal ups and I'll rub it. Uh, yeah. Hold on, before you rub it, what's the max heal it can do on that? Like 29. 29. <laughs> okay, go for it. I mean, it's for big injuries because my other stuff is better served healing like everybody a little bit. Yeah, I, it was, I was just wondering like if it did like 35 or more, then like yeah. I'm the last person that you should use it on because I don't even have 30 hit points, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's 3d8 plus five. So like it could do as low as eight. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, and I suspect when I hit this enter key that um, we might be disappointed, so. Disagree. <laughs> I have faith in you. I've had faith in you this whole fucking campaign. Oh, faith rewarded 18. Nice. Okay. That brought me f- uh, only four from Max. Nice. Excellent. Nice. nice. So the combat is over, and uh, you do notice that there is a... a there's like a like an actual like a scroll sitting on the table where the guardian scroll used to be. Oh no 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 no! You're not getting me again with that. <laughs> that scroll will sit there for the rest of its existence. <laughs> I wonder how many times we could like <laughs> we would fall for that. <laughs> um, and it's another guardian scroll. Roll initiative. <laughs> All right, you dealt with the Guardian Scroll. You do see another one sitting on the table. <laughs> what are the odds that it's going to be a third one? I grab it. Uh, 22 spellcraft check on it. And I haven't picked it up yet. I'm trying to identify it from a distance. <laughs> okay. So that a 22 is not high enough to identify it. Uchard will walk over and very cautiously, very begrudgingly pick up this scroll. If it moves at all, I'm ripping it in half. It does not move or in any way give you the impression that it's anything but a magical scroll. Great. Let's get the fucking done with this goddamn place. I hate this place. I hate this place more than any other way station we've been in. <laughs> yeah, uh, Elias, let's let's keep moving. I, I'm I'm done with this place. Let's let's go. Okay, you open the only other door in this room, and long shadows envelop this enormous round room. Dim light shines through narrow windows high on the walls. A set of narrow stairs circles the room, ascending to a landing 60 feet above. A wooden door stands at the tower's base, where you are entering from. Vipir is heading right for the uh, is heading right for the stairs. Detect magic. And Rogar is going to do a perception to look around because that's. Uh... Uchi's going to do that too. He's so scared right now, like. Yeah, like there's there's been shit in everything in here, so that's a 28 perception to look around. There's no way this is just an empty room with shadows. That's a 20 for Uchard. Oh, shit, that's actually a 31. I forgot about the clarity bonus. Oh, yeah, mine's a 23 then. You guys aren't spotting anything that looks suspicious. It looks like you're just at the base of this tower. All right, Elias, let's go up. All right, here we go. The entire time Vipira is like mumbling to herself, 
I have to kill her in order for me to live. I have to kill her in order for me to live. Got it. Let's do it. She's like hyping herself up, like really like <laughs> stoking herself. Okay. That's adorable. What are you measuring there, Nick? I'm just drawing out Uchi's <laughs> path, so it's clear that nothing can come up behind him. He hugs the wall the entire way to the stage. I love how much I've broken Nick with this place. <laughs> like, he doesn't even do the wow, wow, wow it's sound so when he detects magic anymore. Just, this is what Uchi would feel. <laughs> okay. Are you sure that's the exact path that you're taking, Uchi? Motherfucker. <laughs> Don't even say that. I'm not, I'm not even... You get no response. <laughs> I drew what right. I drew. I ta- I'll take your silence as uh, confirmation and make a note of it. <laughs> All right, so you guys begin descending, and the marching order looks like... Begin ascending. You begin ascending. Did I not mention that these steps uh, go into the bowels of hell? <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't surprise me in this fucking place. So you are ascending the stairs in the marching order of Thalias, Vipira, Rogyar, and Uhtred. Why, why was it important to note the marching order there? It is always important to note the marching order. <laughs> what's in the center of this room? I mean, there's a spiral staircase around the outside, yeah. but what's in the middle? It's just empty space. Me and a 20. Yeah, it's like an empty tower. <laughs> I am going to allow Rogyar to uh, act in the surprise round with the perception check that he made earlier in the room. Oh, yeah, a surprise round. And Rogyar, you see movement coming from a like a crevice hidden like underneath the top landing of the staircase something shoots out on bat-like wings okay so i'd like everybody to roll initiative please Ugh. rogar uh 15 utrid 19 it might happen this time guys Elias. 14 vipera right down the middle with a 10 now, will we count it as Uhtred going first if he still doesn't get to act in the surprise round, even though he is otherwise at the beginning of the initiative order? That sounds about right for this AP. <laughs> this lanky, ebon humanoid has bat-like wings and a long prehensile tail, yet its most unsettling feature is its lack of a face. And it descends down upon Thalias. But Rogyar can uh, give us a standard or a move action. Well, my standard action is going to be to, uh, I'm going to use a uh, pushing infusion air blast to shove it away from Thalias. Okay. Give him a chance to make him use up his surprise around getting close instead of actually hitting him. I like that. Decent. Decent. Uh, so that's a 12 to hit its flat-footed AC? 12's not going to be enough to hit its flat-footed. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now this... Ugh creature's turn. Okay, it's going to uh, lash out at Thalias with a claw. That's a natural 20. Okay. Natural 20 what? To hit? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. And then a 13 to confirm. Ah, no. That is a normal hit. Thalias should take four points of damage. Okay. And does a 23 beat your CMD? Yeah, it does. Okay. So this thing grabs Thalias and has Thalias like hanging in midair. Wait, it grabs him and pulls him off the ledge already? It, in one move? I mean, I guess 
Because that's called a reposition check. All right. Apparently, everybody's an expert at Pathfinder all of a sudden. <laughs> all right. So this thing grabs. It sucks when we actually know a rule. I know. I got to watch myself. I got. I can't keep cheating anymore. Okay. Uh, so that begins the combat proper. Anybody who wants to can give me. Oh, hold on. Anybody who wants to can give me a knowledge nature check. That is a 16 for Rogier. 11 for Vipira. Was it nature our only option? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rolled an 8. Well, I rolled a 2 on the die for an 8. Okay, so the only person to identify this thing is Rogier. You know that this creature is called a Night Gaunt. A Night Gaunt. Night Gaunts haunt the deepest and darkest chasms of dreams. They lurk in the shadows that loom at the edges of sane slumber, but are ready at any moment to snatch a blithe dreamer away, carrying it off into realms of endless nightmare, and tickling it terribly all the way. You can ask me one question about night gaunts. Uh, I want to know about uh, what kind of like DR does it have, or, you know, what does it not like being hit with? You know that they don't have any weaknesses or other, uh, like, uh, gates to uh, to get through as far as dealing damage to it. They don't have uh, DR that's bypassed by anything. They don't have weaknesses to any uh, energy damages or anything like that. There's nothing that they would rather get hit with. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Okay, so up first is Uhtred. Okay. Uhtred is going to use the Scroll of Magic Missile. Oh, nice. All right. All right, so that's a move action to get that scroll out and a standard action to activate. And, uh, yeah, uh, no saving throw, no attack roll. 2d4 plus 2. Oh, oh, with that max damage for 10. Dude, that's so legit. The double four mountain peaks. (laughs) Very nice. Okay. Good turn, Uhtred. Yeah, very nice. Up next is Rogyar. First things first, he's going to attack this thing, and then we'll see if he wants to jump okay. or not. Because I got a nice clear shot on right. it from and here. I, and I'll let you know now that since these stairs are difficult terrain, uh, it's going to be a higher DC to get there uh, to reflect the fact that it's difficult terrain when you make that jump. Okay. All right, let's try a 20 to hit. 20 will hit. And that is a nearly maxed out 20 damage. Oh, my God. Wow. You kill it. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) Nobody touches his Thelias. (laughs) Thelias, I would like an acrobatics check from you. After that? He just made the roll for me. (laughs) His his air kind of like cushioned you, slowed you down. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It's like a Nimbus cloud. Okay, one sec. (laughs) Oh, come on. Come on. What'd you get, Joe? All right. Well, I rolled a two. And as you know, I'm not the most agile or acrobatical. Uh, so that turned out to be a negative four. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has you grappled. And Rogyar just, just boom, hits it with an air blast. And uh, it plummets to the ground dead. And Thelias is unable to uh, free himself from the clutches of of the night gaunt in time and falls with it Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thelias you begin falling and you keep falling and you're still falling and you're still falling and you start it's becoming like 
you were like, I'm about 30 feet up. This is going to hurt. But like now it's turned into like, when am I going to land? And like, how fucking dead am I going to be when I hit the floor? And you're still falling. And you, what? And are you serious, dude? If you have to think about how long you're falling, you're falling for way too long. You're <laughs> gonna die. I'm not gonna die. Your right mind now, am is I? reeling at just how long. Like before you finally hit the 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 ground, it's unclear to you how long you've been falling. You feel like you you can't remember when you started falling, and you oh, hit the floor. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's almost a worse outcome. You don't take any falling damage. You like lie, you lay on the floor on your back, and you're looking up, and you can see like just thirty feet up where you fell from. But give me one more acrobatics check. Oh my god! Just rub his nose in it now. <laughs> Seriously, eleven. Eleven's good. Eleven is very good for you. Not enough to gain a clarity point, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, if it's any consolation, this next part would have happened regardless if you got the clarity point or not. Uh, Thalias takes two points of wisdom damage from the mind-reeling fall that he just took. Oh, okay. Ouch. Okay. I'm obviously sitting on this uh, floor thinking about stuff for a second. I, I don't get up immediately like you it's would like when, uh, <laughs> It's like when... It's like when... Uh, Morty plays that game in Rick and Morty where he's like that other guy <laughs> and like he like lives a whole life and Rick's like what you, you you had a heart attack and you went back to the the carpet store what's your what's the matter with you and like meanwhile Morty's like I had a wife I had a kid and he's like move over let me show you how it's done and Morty's like my name is Morty and he's like just piecing his life back together after <laughs> playing this game anyway like an eternity's a long ass time <laughs> That's like, why he took wisdom just, damage, because that just... broke his brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's also why I said almost an eternity. It wasn't quite an eternity. It was pretty darn close. What, what's everybody else doing? Like You're, you're watching... You just watched Thalias fall 30 feet, which you'd probably be like, ooh, that hurt, but like then he's just kind of like staying down there, and like, <laughs> like clearly he's alive, but he's not really moving. You okay, yeah. Thalias? You feeling all right? I don't think so. No. I mean, I've seen you take in harder faults than that. Rub some dirt on it. I just need a minute. <laughs> fair, I'm literally going to lay there for a minute. Yeah, like, I, like not to cut in again, but, like, I almost imagine Thalias is, like, he's hearing Uhtred be like, you okay, Thalias? And Thalias has to be like, who are those guys again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you need so a cool. hand to sit up? I need more than a hand. I. How long was I gone for? You weren't gone at all. What do you mean? I was falling for so long. No. I can't believe I'm alive. You fell like 30 feet. I mean, I'm sure you felt it, but... No. No. That some, Something was different. Whatever that thing was, I just shaking my head, staring off, as still not moved, looking up at what is only 30 feet, but might as well be, you know, 10 miles. I think the dream game might have gotten into your head a little bit, Thalias. It's been pretty much testing us since the minute we stepped foot in here, and I imagine now that we get closer to its source, it's only going to test us harder. Thalias uh, is finally going to get up. Slowly but surely, Thalias is going to get to his feet, and he's going to need another minute for sure to prepare himself, but... Is a millennia enough He's... time to forgive? <laughs> yeah. To forget. He's at least going to stand up. All right, well, what are you guys doing? 
Uh, I'm no longer in front, just a heads up. I'm like, sort of, you know, shovel dragging on the stairs, like, behind my pure. Pepping, uh, yeah. you know, charge! Right. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. Uchard will even get in front of uh, Delias. We can put him back by Rogar. Yeah, Vipira will stay in the front, and she's like, all right, everybody all set, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Vipira opens the door. This lofty room rises 30 feet. The rounded walls are lined with orderly bookshelves and desks. A long table contains several esoteric devices, including intricate clocks and astrological models. A long flight of stairs descends to the north while two short flights lead up to a platform to the south. Ten feet higher than this room, and supporting an enormous circular device forged from brass. And uh, standing at uh, the long table in the middle of this room, you see an elderly woman. And she turns to you as you enter, and she says, Oh, thank goodness you're here. I, I didn't cause too much damage, did I? I'm so sorry. Thank goodness you're here. You killed him, didn't you? Kalulis, the the spider creature. Flies yeah. is like what? <laughs> I'm not gonna be the one to talk, but this is this is a lot. Oh, Vipira will talk. Are you Mrs. Pedipalp? Yes, yes, yes. I'm Mrs. Pedipalp, and I I I don't I don't know who who you are, but. I, I, I worked at, at the scriptorium and uh, this creature came through the... And she like uh, gestures to the uh, the strange instruments like 10 feet up, like up up the stairs. She says, a, a, a creature came through the, the dream gate and he took control of me and he made me do terrible things. He made me recalibrate the dream gate and, 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 and he brought more of his own kind through and I I don't I don't know what happened to to the others but if 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 you're here then you must have killed him cuz I can and she kind of like she kind of like gestures vaguely at herself she says I I I'm back I can control myself again I'm making a sense motive check Yeah, yeah. And I already did I got a 29 <laughs> and Uchi got a 16 Well this is kind of, this is kind of coming out of nowhere guys <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> like she's mid-sentence and me and Nigger just like, no, fuck the sense motive. <laughs> yeah, Blyce isn't doing shit. You guys are rolling sense motive. He's just standing there blinking. Rogiar, you are detecting some falsehood to what Mrs. Pedipalp is saying. Okay. You can't be sure exactly what she is withholding truth wise whether it's the whole story or if there's like a a white lie thrown in there to like save her some dignity from something else or anywhere in between but you are detecting some falsehoods all right well time to be a hypocrite (laughs) standard operating procedure (laughs) say nothing and just attack just do it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so she yeah so she's just like begging us like i didn't do it i, I didn't do it on purpose i swear and Rogar's like yeah i've heard this before i'm done and he just raises a hand and blasts her <laughs> holy oh shit <laughs> okay everyone roll initiative uh utrid what's your initiative 22 thalias 14 
Rogiar. Uh, eight. And Vipera. Fourteen. All right, so let's do the surprise round first. Rogiar. That's a 22 to hit. That hits. Uh, and that is a solid 18 damage. So we are now in combat proper. Utrid, you go first. Utrid is going to cast spell. More specifically, he's going to use the Rod of Extend to cast Shield on himself. Ooh, okay. Raising his AC by four. Solid. And um, I guess Utrud will take a, will move up to like here, the square. Okay. Kind of on uh, the square directly behind Vipira's left shoulder. Okay. And anybody who wants to give me a knowledge arcana check. Uh, that'll be a 28, Bob. Mrs. Pedipalp is uh, not in her true form, but you've rolled high enough to recognize an Arania while it is shape-shifted. Aranias are intelligent shape-shifting spiders with magical powers. You also know that this is an Arania with the Nightmare Creature template, just like the Ettercap. You can ask me three questions about a Nightmare Arania. Okay, uh, first question. What breaks its regeneration? Uh, you know that its regeneration is broken by either good or silver weapons or good spells. Okay, let's do... I have two more? Yep. Any DR? You know that they have DR5, which is overcome by good or silver weapons. You know that Arania's, uh, even in their humanoid form, have a bite attack uh, that has a strength-sapping poison. All right, and we are moving on. So Rogyar shoots Mrs. Patapalp with an air blast, and then Uhtred goes, and then she kind of like straightens up, and just like with the Etter Cap, you can just see in real time the wound that she took from Rogyar's air blast, the slowly healing, and uh, she looks at you all and she says, Oh, are we skipping right to this part? Very well. And, ooh, she's going to cast a spell. And I'm going to roll a spell. <sighs> Here we go. Yes, you are. Not well, though. 16. I don't think that's high enough to uh, identify it, but I don't think you'll have any trouble knowing what it is from seeing the effects because she gains five mirror images. Oh. So, Vipira, you uh, you see her uh, her like multiply in numbers, and uh, you're and you're suddenly standing in a narrow stone corridor filled with other people. An older man in robes of black and red, bearing a pentagram on his chest, stands among a dozen armed guards, one of whom holds you in a headlock. Across the rough circle of people stands a boy you recognize with long brown hair and a scar on his face. And as you watch him struggle against two other guards, a third one wrenches a brown sack out of his arms. The guard hands the sack to the roadman. Is this it? The roadman peers inside the sack and nods before taking the sack for himself. He leers at you. The girl comes from privilege. 
Her father will pay handsomely for her release. The boy continues to struggle against his captors. <clears throat> and this one, father, <clears throat> says the guard. The road man sends a look of complete disinterest at the boy. A street rat. He has no use for us. You hear the unmistakable sound of a blade unsheathed, and all you can do is watch as the boy's throat is sliced open, and you feel your feet splattered with drops of warm blood, and you're back in the scriptorium. Uh... And it's your turn. Not again. Not again. Not again. And she just starts charging at this, uh, at, at the wench, I guess. And she's going to, uh, I think that was actually a five foot step. Yeah. Yeah, from where you were. Yeah. five foot charges. Um, so, uh, nine to hit. Nine will not hit. 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Let's see, uh, if it does, though. Uh, so there's six Mrs. Pedipalps in total. Uh, I'm going to roll a d6, and a one hits her. Two. Take out a mirror. And it's Thelias' turn. All right. Thelias, uh, totally ready for combat and not disillusioned at all. Going to move up and into place to do some fighting. <laughs> 29. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going to hit. Uh, well, let's see if it actually hits. 12 I'm gonna damage. I'm going to roll a d6. Uh, ignore the 6. And another 2. All right, so you hit a you hit a second mirror, Thalias, and it's now Rogyar's turn. Okay, um, Rogyar is going to uh, he's going to pull out that dagger and five foot step forward so that he's kind of like in the middle of the whole group and just be like, here, someone take this and 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 cut her with it, and then he lifts his other hand and, and shoots a blast at her. Okay. She's going to have some uh, cover from being between, uh, having Viper and Thelias between the two of you. Yeah, so that's a 14 to hit. It's not going to hit or remove any mirrors either after the cover. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next up is Uhtred. So Uhtred, seeing her do like split off into multiple images, goes, oh, that looks like a fun trick. Uhtred himself will cast mirror images. Alright, roll that d4. So he gets four images in total, and then kind of skirting the outside, like the wall of the tower, he's going to work his way around to get into a flank position with Thalidus. Okay. But that will... Oh, and he will spend a swift action to make his scimitar magical. Very nice. Let's do this. All right, so it is Mrs. Pedopalp's turn. She's going to take a five-foot step uh, northeast. So uh, she's still being threatened by Vipira, but she's out of reach of Thelias and Uhtred. And she's looking at Rogyar uh, holding up that silver dagger, and like a, a flash of recognition crosses her face. Like, oh, they know. And Rogyar, I'm going to need a will save from you. Okay. Uh, well, this sounds like a good time for a hero point, so I'm doing that. And I think it's a good thing I did. <laughs> it may still not be enough. Uh, I got a 15 on the will save. Oh, wow. What do we get with spellcraft checks? Uh, Uchi rolled a natural 20 for a 32. Wow. Okay. You recognize the spell Mrs. Pedipalp is casting as unadulterated loathing. It fills the target with a terrible loathing aimed at a specific creature. 
At the time of the casting, you designate a single creature as the object of the target's revulsion. Thereafter, the target does all it can to remain at least 60 feet away from the object of its loathing. As soon as the target moves within this range, it becomes nauseated until it can get away from the object of its revulsion. If traveling beyond 60 feet of the object of its loathing would place it, the target in obvious physical danger, the target can attempt a second save to break the spell's effect. The duration is one day per level. And Rogyar, oh my you God. fail your will save and can't help but be repulsed by Thalias. What? But I'm a nice boy. <laughs> and you need to do everything in your power to get at least 60 feet away from him. And until you do, you are nauseated. Oh, lovely. It's Vipira's turn. Vipira takes the dagger because that was left out in the open. <laughs> um... Thank you. <laughs> you. You hear Mrs. Padapop go, damn it! <laughs> she takes a uh, five-foot step and she continues her assault. Okay. And she continues going, not again, not again. You're not doing this again. A 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Uh, for nine damage. Okay. Uh, okay. So if the claw is first, then that's actually a 15 to hit. Because that a minus five penalty as yep. a uh, secondary natural weapon because you're using a manufactured weapon with it. 15 is not going to hit. But it does hit one of her mirrors? Yes, it does. I didn't expect to hit her with the first thing anyway, so 27 to hit? That's going to hit, but she still has two mirrors up, so I'm going to roll a d6. One and two is her. So I got a five on the d6, so unfortunately that was the most... you hit a mirror. And it is Thalias' turn. All right. Well, here I come. Five-foot step. And I swing at her. 22. 22 hits, but she has one mirror remaining. So I'm going to roll a d4. One and two is uh -huh. her. Three. I don't fucking believe it. Uh, okay, up next is Uhtred. All righty. Uhtred's going to just take a five-foot step forward and swing with his scimitar. Okay. Which still has two charges of the chill touch from when we fought the uh, spider guy. So it was a 22 hit. 22 does hit. And she's out of mirrors. Uh, it's actually a 24. Nice. So she's going to take four slashing damage from the scimitar. And then two negative energy damage. And she has to make, I believe it's a fortitude save where she takes one strength damage. But I got a 14 on my fortitude save. Don't believe that meets the DC. It is a 16 DC. So she takes uh, DC strength damage. Yeah, just one point of strength damage. Okay. There's no roll on it. It is Miss Petapalp's turn. So Miss Petapalp is going to take another five foot step southeast. So she is out of reach of Vipera and Elias, but is still being threatened by Uhtred, so she's going to defensively cast another spell. Roll a one, baby. It's a 17 on the d20. I believe Rogiar is out of range of this effect, but everybody else is struck by this cone-shaped spray of colors. I need Vipira, ah. Uhtred, and Elias to give me a will save. Um, Uhtred got an 18. I got a 15. Okay. Thalias? Yeah, I got a 17, so 
17 is enough to pass. Uh, unfortunately yes. for Vipira, a 15 yes. is not. And Vipira, you are stunned and blinded. So you're, you're blinded and stunned for 1d4 rounds and then stunned for one round. So all three of you are just engulfed by this psychedelic spray of colors. And uh, Thalias. I blink before it hits me so Perfect. it doesn't get my eyes. Uh, you, you blink and you're suddenly somewhere else. What? That's not what I meant. You know that's not what I meant. <laughs> you see the familiar town square of Roslar's coffer, but instead of bustling with townspeople, you instead see lines of soldiers. Clusters of large, burly orc bodies lay in heaps along the fringes of the scene, and several buildings still burn from sieges past. You see all this from a strange perspective, as if lying on the ground. Your eyes focus and you can see a pair of large, heavy boots standing before you as dust still settles from some recent scuffle. You look up and see a beautiful woman with long, toe-blonde hair, garbed in resplendent armor, and a massive sword sheathed behind her back. She scowls down at you. Stay down. Now you care? We're spread so thin on the front. It's a miracle this didn't happen sooner. Maybe if you had come with me, we could have prevented this. Maybe if you weren't drowning in whores every night, your parents would still be alive. And you're back in the scriptorium. Oh my god, Alex, what did I do to you? <laughs> you're horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Alright, it's Vipira's turn. You are blinded and stunned. Moving on. It's Elias's turn. Oh man. Did I, hold on. Did I skip okay. Rogiar's turn last turn? Um, because she cast unadulterated well, she loathing on you, so and you were supposed to run away. Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna. Yeah, I think you might have skipped it. Let's go back for a second, and it's Rogiar's turn. What do you do? I start running down the stairs. Uh, so you're so you're running down these stairs, and the, again, the stairs are super narrow, and you're just like, I gotta get away from that guy. I got like. The farther I get away from him, the better. And as you're running down these stairs, kind of like stumbling every so often because the the stairs are just so shit, like the scene kind of dims slightly. And uh, as you're running, you hear a voice. (laughs) Dad? Dad, you left me. (laughs) You let me die. Dad. And you continue running. Oh, Oh, fuck this place. Alex, you're a fucking (laughs) madman. I, f- I like, I fucking hate you. Like, <laughs> I have unadulterated hate towards you right now. A loathing, you might say. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking. Oh, oh. It's it's okay. Uh, so that's back to Vipira. She's stunned and blinded. It's Elias. It's your turn. You know that fresh uh, view of memory past got is the kick in the pants Elias needs. So he's. He's a little uh, awake and a little pissed off right now, and uh, he's trying to be a better person, and that starts with smiting some of this fucking evil in this room. It's evil smiting time. All right, here we go. Ow. It flashed a 20 on the roll, but it wasn't. (laughs) 16 to hit. 16's not going to hit. No. And we're back to Rogyar. All right. Well, Rogyar is going to... uh... Trying acrobatics to like just jump his way down the stairs. Gotta do this as Wait, effectively how, as possible. And how far does he have to run? I have to get sixty feet away from Thalias. 
So, and it, it, it like the spell even says like you have to do it like you have to do like everything in your power to get as far away as possible, or to get at least sixty feet away. So Rhaegar's gonna just jump down the stairs, and he got a natural twenty for a twenty-six, which is like fifty feet. <laughs> so you're you're not following the steps. You're just like you're jumping down, like landing in the middle of the tower. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. That fall takes quite a while to finish. And like an eternity <laughs> almost. Almost. And the whole time you're falling and you kind of like start losing yourself, losing track of where you are, you just hear your son's voice echoing in your head. You fall through like this blackness. You left me, you let me die over and over again. You hit the you hit the bottom without taking any damage. And you already made the acrobatics check for me. So you gain one clarity point at the cost of one point of wisdom damage. And like kind of similar to uh, Thalias when he landed, like you get down there and your short-term memory can really only recall this fall. And you're like, what the hell was I doing? And it takes you a second to finally be like, oh, I remember Salakar's Scriptorium. I'm still there. All right. uh, So that was Rogar's turn. Let's go back to Uhtred. So Uhtred is going to swing his mighty scimitar using his last charge of Chill Touch. Okay. That's going to be a 15 to hit. 15 will not hit. The good news is that does not expend your final charge. I think that's going to be Uhtred's turn. Just a five-foot step and a swing. Okay. Mrs. Pedipalp is going to take another five-foot step southwest. So she's out of so she's out of reach of Thalias and even more out of reach of Vipera. Uh, but Uhtred is still threatening her. And she's going to try to defensively cast another spell. Roll a one. I got an 18 on the D20. She is she's drinking her orange juice for sure. Anyone care to make a spellcraft check? 19 for 31. Uh, yeah, you identify the spell she's casting as Suggestion. I don't like where that's going. Nope, that sounds horrible. She turns to uh, to Thalias and she says, Why don't you go down and wait for me in the garden? And Thalias, I need a will save from you. Oh, yeah, uh, Uhtred identifies the spell as Suggestion. Uh, you influence the actions of the target creature by suggesting a course of activity limited to a sentence or two. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the activity sound reasonable. Asking the creature to do some obviously harmful act automatically negates the effect of the spell. The suggested course of activity can continue for the entire duration of the spell. If the suggested activity can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. Uh, you can instead specify conditions that will trigger a special activity during the duration. If the condition is not met before the spell duration expires, the activity is not performed. So in this case, she didn't just say, go down to the garden. She said, go down and wait for me in the garden. Uh, Uhtred, you know the duration of this spell is one hour per level. Uh, Excuse me? What was that last part? (laughs) Yeah. You blitz through this description. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, okay, that seems reasonable. An hour per level? Yep. And I'm assuming she's not level zero. <laughs> yeah. You wanna you wanna know what the worst thing is as Joe goes down? Of course uh Rogyar also gonna, has to He's keep gonna on chase Rogyar yeah. out of I'm, the I'm leaving this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my God. 
okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, all right. So it's now Vipira's turn. You are no longer stunned, but you are blinded for one more round. Can I go to where I heard her voice and take a swing? I could you can that. go. Yeah, you can easily move towards her, but you've got Thalias in your way. We got thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. I'm gonna say you you do bump into Thalias with that, and you're a, but you're able to continue your uh, your movement, and you get to the space you want to, but it costs your whole uh, turn. <sighs> okay. You're, you're like I heard her. I'm going that way. You bump into Thalias. You almost fall forward. You stumble a little bit. You get back up, and you get to where you want to be, but it takes you a lot longer than you wanted it to. Sure. Okay. Thalias. Yeah. You were told to go uh, wait for Mrs. Petapelp in the garden. So it seems like I have to. Yeah, the will save that you didn't do. When do I get another will save? Let's talk. Let's talk will saves. That's kind of it. Um, <laughs> that's it. So I'm just uh, so on my turn. I'm gonna go to the garden. Is what you're saying? It's gar. It's gardening time for Thalys. <laughs> he's got his little spade, right? Yeah. And he's gonna go garden. I mean, yeah, kind of. Okay. See you guys later. Just getting all invigorated and into the fight, but I guess I'm going to go to the garden now. Yep. Let me know if you need me. <laughs> Last call. <laughs> Headed down the steps. <laughs> no? No one needs uh, me? Okay. Okay. Uh, I think this got really bad really quick. Yeah, kind oh, yeah, of did. Because uh, she keeps rolling rocks on her concentration and we keep rolling balls on our will saves. Yeah. <laughs> okay, up next is Rogiar. Oh, well, that, I was going to ask, how tall is this tower? It's 60 feet up. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I will uh, wait here now that I'm... <laughs> after, you know, falling for an eternity, listening to my son berate me for leaving him behind, I'm going to catch my breath here for a minute. <laughs> or maybe about six seconds. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Especially now that I'm not nauseous at the moment. Right. That brings us to Uhtred. Oh, boy. So the question now is, do we all just go down to the garden and try and force her down there? Or do we end up getting stuck waiting hours? I'm going to assume at least four hours in the garden. Uchard's going to look over at Viper and say, I think it's just down to you and me, lady. We need to do this for them. And he is going to swing his scimitar. Uchard will take a five-foot step down. Okay. And he'll also expend the uh, the last charge of the till touch. Maybe. Oh, God. Uh, it's a 10th. Tom's not going to do it. I'll get her next turn. Uh, okay, so it's now Mrs. Petapelp's turn. And she just kind of uh, smiles warmly at Thelias. And she says, keep trying. You'll get me next time. And... Uh, what? God, yeah, suck on it, Thelias. Damn it, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Uhtred and Thalias are just such paladin names. I keep mixing them up in my head. <laughs> it's just Uhtred is the best name ever, clearly. Since it kind of is, because you're not. Is. I'm not the only one who keeps yeah. putting Uhtred's name. In, uh, Matt did it in the last. Wait, Matt episode. thought his name was yeah. Uhtred. <laughs> yeah, you. That's you how really good did it pick is. the best name. Nick. All right, so Mrs. Petapal kind of w- smiles warmly at Uhtred, and she says, and she just says, "Keep trying, honey. You'll you'll get me." And then she lunges out at you uh, with a bite. Does she? And that's a 24 to hit. Doesn't hit. Oh, shit, because you have shield. That's right, baby. Oh, man. 
Holy shit. I already have I think my... that does get rid of a mirror, though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, God. It's within five. Oh, and he's got mirrors? God damn it. <laughs> I feel like at this point, Uhtred could probably solo her. It's just going to take like three hours. <laughs> hey, we're going to find out. And <laughs> Vipira is about to Vipira is about to get like... There's only one D4 of the blind, so she's got to be getting close to... I think I can tank this long enough for Vipira to just DPS it down. Be, you know, take her down. I, I love the imagery of Uhtred. Just it's just a war of attrition between her and Uhtred until <laughs> until Thalias is like, "All right, it's been four hours. I'm done waiting." <laughs> okay, uh, it's now Vipira's turn. Is she still blind? No, Tom is. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So Vipira is no longer blinded. Oh, fuck yeah! All right, all right. Here we go. It was an honor working with you, Uhtred, and uh, she's gonna again. Is she gonna dagger first uh, or claw first? She's gonna start with a dagger first. Okay. Does a twelve hit? No. Okay. Uh, then she is gonna go for the claw. Yeah, not gonna hit with a five. You're right. That does not hit. Uh, and it is Thalias's turn. All right. Well. Keep clunking down those stairs. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20. <laughs> it's going to take four hours for him Just to, get, him to get there. <laughs> I mean, you could you could jump. That'd probably take less time. Subjectively. No, I don't have to jump. Uh, it's Rogar's turn. As they're starting to feel that nausea kick up again, Rogar's going to jump across the room. And I rolled an, I got an 18 on my acrobatics, which is more than enough to hop to the opposite side of the room. And that's all I can do with that nauseous condition. <laughs> ridiculous all right, all right okay Uhtred it's your turn okay so I'm sitting here and I realize that I need to fight fire with fire and I have taken out the metal d20 that I received as a gift from Lord Richter and I am holding it in yes. my hand yes. we are going to swing Uhtred is going to swing his scimitar he is going to crit and confirm it and use that last bit of chill touch I feel it I feel I've got the power of I Lord Richter in my mind. hand. It's a 21 hit. 21 will hit. Nice. Yes. All right. So that's going to be seven, seven damage from the scimitar. And then two negative energy damage from the tilt, chill touch. And I don't think the strength damage stacks, right? Uh, no, it does. She's got to make another fortitude save. Okay. Then and she also, rolls another fortitude. So she takes that strength damage. But uh, with the with her DR, most of the damage you dealt with your scimitar just gets absorbed. And on her turn, her regeneration is just... And she's just back to full health again. And she just... She looks at... Wait, what was that last part? She's been... She's been... Uh, she's back to how many health again? She's been regenerating five hit points every single round this combat. The only damage that she's really taken has been from Rogyar in round one. Yeah, but Viper is about to get going, so yeah. it's all right. Yeah, most of it was just getting rid of mirrors. And uh, she grins. She's like, she says, what's wrong, dearie? And uh, Uhtred, you leave the scriptorium, and you're running through a, a stone corridor. You can hear the marching outside of training drills from the local guard. And you get to a big wooden door, and you can hear angry loud voices coming from the other side you hear your name you open the door which 
is much taller than you would give a door uh, credit for, as if you were very young. You open the door, and on the other side, you see your father and your mother, and they're arguing. And your mother sees you come in. She throws a long, accusing finger at you while screaming at your father. And she says, He is not my son! Get rid of him! And you're back in the scriptorium. And we'll see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence <laughs> Podcast. Alex, you're the a worst. fucking cretin. You're a monster. See ya. Oh. Well, yeah. See ya. See ya. Alex, you are a monster.